Hello, our lovely listeners. We hope you have had a lovely week. As we have said in previous episodes, we're going to keep on sharing anything we like that highlights and celebrates Asian heritage. This week, I would like to share with you one of my favorite animation, Avatar The Last Airbender. So for all my UK listeners, it's actually currently on UK Netflix. It's an American animated television series created by Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Konitzo. It had aired back on back in 2005 on Nickelodeon. I wasn't watching this when like when it was first aired. I actually watched it last year and I was amazed by how crazy this is. It's on Nickelodeon for kids because it touches some really dark themed topics such as genocide, um, mm. imperialism, and totalitarianism to name a few. And I really loved how it was inspired by a lot of Asian cultures. Um, for example, like Japanese, Chinese, and I think there's some Korean, there's some other, uh, there's Indian as well. To me, this show, even though it's created by two white men, white American, um, I don't, I personally don't find it offensive or that they're taking a- Asian culture, history stuff with carelessly. Like from my research, I know that they have consulted with many people about to make sure the culture was appropriately represented. And even though obviously there's seasons or like episodes where they criticize Chinese um, authoritarian government, but I think that's not about like culture appreciation. It's not about not being able to criticize something. Mm-hmm. So. In my point of view, I felt like this is a great animation on its own. And I love how it was so inspired by Asian culture. And I love that it celebrates Asian culture. And it's a great show. And I honestly have rewatched it so many times. And Same. <laughs> Sorry, right? I'm jumping in. I can't contain my excitement. I love Avatar so much. I remember being like in middle school and it came, it came out on Nickelodeon. So I watched it then, loved it then. And I remember recommending it to you before yeah. Netflix came out with it, being like, okay, I know this is a kid's cartoon show, but this is a really, really great show. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's so great to hear that Netflix has it now because I actually think when they launched it, it was like number one for like multiple weeks back to back to back, which wow, just goes to show. Surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Like even though it's like marketed as a kid's show on a kid's channel, like it's, I don't know. I feel like anyone of all ages can watch it. Definitely, definitely. I felt like for the kids, obviously, you kind of, I felt like the show gives a framework of understanding some dark topics I just mentioned. But mm-hmm. I think as an, an adult, it really helps you to even think a little bit deeper. I was literally like watching every single episode and then pause and write a journal about reflection on it because there's just so much you could learn and draw from that, like that show. I, I really appreciate the people who created the show. Um, I think it's a great show and hope you will be able to check it out and hope you like it. Do let us know if you do check it out and you can reach us and let us know how you feel about the show at remotelyfoundthepodcast at gmail.com. It's also in our description of the podcast and the show. Hey, girlfriend. Hello, hello. How was the day? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited to tell you. I, like, purposely 
like had to exercise so much self-control to not text you yesterday during my date and like fill you on everything because yeah. I was like I want to get like Mickey's raw response on the podcast content content baby content <laughs> yeah so yeah I went on this first date it's like the first first date I've been on in almost yeah it's been like a year since like my last relationship so I was definitely kind of feeling nervous um partly because it's also COVID still, so I'm like, yeah. I, like, how do I even, like, how am I even going to recognize this person with our mask on? You know what I mean? Like, well, I was literally can you like, tell me how is it like right now in New York City? What's the rules? Um, so in New York City right now, the place that we went to had outdoor dining. There's also mm-hmm. limited indoor dining at some restaurants, not all. Um, and not all restaurants are even doing outdoor dining. Some are, you know, pick up and take out only. So the place that we went to, it was in Brooklyn and it was an outdoor seating. Um, you order just by like scanning a QR code. That's how you also pay. So there's really like limited mm. contact. Oh, that's really awesome. Yeah. So, you know, I wasn't really too worried about like going out or like the mm. restaurant safety precautions. It was more just like, uh, you know, like, so just for some background, um, <laughs> I matched with this person on Hinge. We matched like back in... I can't remember the exact time, but it was like November or December because I was. Wow. At, yeah, I know. It was, I was at home for the holidays with my parents. So I was not even in New York. Um, but my hinge location was still set for the city. So we had match. And to be honest, I thought he was so cute. And I mean, you know me, that never happened. I never. <laughs> oh, she's so picky, guys. She's so picky. <laughs> I don't. Okay. I don't think I'm picky. I just feel like there's not high standards there's not great fish in the sea I don't know (laughs) (laughs) so yeah when I saw his profile I was literally like oh my god like he's actually super cute but then I don't know it's just like that was literally three months two three months ago so I feel like the build-up was so long I mean for someone I've never met so I just feel like there was kind of like high expectations we also tried to meet up a couple of other weekends but like none of our schedules matched up or we were both busy or out of town so it was just like a lot of like talking about meeting up but then not meeting up wait sorry did you guys like chat at all at one point because I just felt like I'm quite sorry because I felt like it's like you guys both tried to meet up it didn't happen yeah we talked a bit like just the regular I don't know like online dating app banter but I don't like talking in app for like a very long time. I like to like talk a little and then just be like, hey, want to meet up? Right. But obviously, and he did that. It was just like I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was like a period where we didn't talk and I was kind of like, yeah, it's fine. Like I don't get offended when I'm ghosted on dating apps because right. there's no obligation to like tell people like, yeah, I don't think it's going to work or I don't know. You haven't like, even met me- the person. Yeah, you owe this person nothing. Yeah, exactly. But then when I was back in town, I was kind of like, okay, I like kept thinking like, this guy's really cute. Like, let me just reach out. And again, I don't do this. I'm usually someone who's like, yeah, whatever. Like there's more fish in the sea. But I just thought he was so cute. And I'm like, literally in my going on five years in New York City, I've never been on a dating app where I'm like, I actually find someone attractive. Oh my attractive. God, I need to see this guy's picture immediately after, after this podcast. Okay, yeah, I'll send you screenshots. Ooh. But... Yeah, so when I came back to New York, I reached out to him first, being like, hey, I'm back in town. You want to meet up? 
And it just so happens that he was out of town. So, like, our schedule just never, like, matched up until this, well, yesterday. We went on our first date. And I was definitely excited, partly because it's just exciting to, like, go do things (laughs) in quarantine. Yeah. So I was telling myself, you know, even if the date doesn't work out, that's okay because at least, you know, I got to do something with my day. At least I tried a restaurant, explored a new mentality to be in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was talking to one of my friends and she was kind of like, oh, like, so how are you going? Like, how do you tell if this was a successful date or not? Mm. And I thought about it and I said, I think two things. One, I want to make sure that we meet, when we meet in person that we have chemistry because, yeah, his pictures may be cute. Yeah, like the way we yeah. talk may like be fun. But if there's no chemistry in real life, like, okay, the most we could be is like friends, you know? Right, yeah. So I'm confirming that I feel like we had chemistry. I thought okay, he was super okay. cute. Okay. <laughs> I know. Um, oh, I'm so excited for this. I yeah, and then this. the second I thing this. I told her was mm-hmm. I would consider it a successful date if after the date is over, I feel happy that I went on this date mm-hmm. because all the other times I've gone on these like first dates with people I've met on dating apps, literally, I don't know what it is, but I usually leave feeling like, okay, I'm like really glad that's over or... Ooh. It's just not a good feeling, you know? Or, or like, just, like, meh, maybe? Yeah, or just, like, oh, this person, like, like just feeling, like, disappointed, kind of. Like, oh, yeah. I hoped yeah. it would be better, but unfortunately it's not. At least now I know, but kind of a waste of an hour, sort of. So mm-hmm. I definitely, like, both of those kind of got checked off for me. I will say, based on the questions that he was asking me, I got the impression that he was looking for something serious. Okay. So so he is older. He's 30 and I'm 26. Um, I don't know if age exactly is what's driving this. But yeah, he was asking me questions like, oh, like when was your last like serious relationship? Mm, Okay. Yeah. Or like. kind of question I don't get to be asked by kids. I mean, I say kids. (laughs) Guys my age, actually. That could be. I felt like. Concept. Yeah, I was sense. really yeah. caught off guard because I'm not used to getting more serious questions on a first date because he was asking mm. me that. And then he also asked me, like, so what are you looking for? Which really made me nervous. <laughs> Cause oh, I but felt- I love that. He knows what he wants and he's, like, not afraid to, like, be vulnerable and ask the tough questions. Yeah, it it's definitely a good signal because I'm so mm-hmm. used to guys in New York City being very afraid of commitment. And I don't even think it's guys. I think it's something about the atmosphere in New York City, um, especially amongst young people, where there's just this feeling of there's so many people and there's so many things to do that there's always something better out there. We don't need to commit. We don't want to be tied down. Many of us don't even know how long we're going to be in the city for. Yeah. So the idea of like being rooted down by like a person, I just feel like, yeah, there's just a lot of commitment phobia, I find. <laughs> commitment phobia. Yeah, and like, I mean, even myself, I feel that a little bit. Um, so I'm not going to lie, when he asked those questions, A, it caught me off guard because I was not expecting it, and therefore mm-hmm. I did not have any answers prepared. And he, yeah, he was he was super cute, I'm not going to lie. He was almost 
cute to the point that I got very suspicious. Like, why are you single? <laughs> like, I feel like someone like you shouldn't, like, it shouldn't be that hard for you to find someone. Um, but yeah, when he asked me like those more serious questions, I definitely freaked out a little. And it also just kind of made me question like, oh, like, what am I doing? Like, what am I trying to get out of this date? Is it to be in a relationship? Is it something more casual? And Mm. it's, like, so annoying because now there's so many different, like, language around dating. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, oh, you could be talking to each other. It's, like, what does talking even mean? Or, like, you know, some people think dating is, like, okay to me dating means like I'm going on dates with this person that's how it meant to me yeah yeah so like this person I would consider like I'm dating him but I know other friends of mine are like dating just means your boyfriend girlfriend and no. I was like no I don't know <laughs> but no. like I don't even want to say we're dating because like what if he means what if he thinks dating means right oh my god being official you yeah. know terminology words matters gosh yeah and label. like it's like all these different like steps now it's like oh first you're talking to each other then maybe you're like exclusive Mm. and I guess that just means you're seeing that one person and no one else but it doesn't mean like you're official yeah but then like you could be official and I feel like when people say official it just means you're a Facebook official like your relationship status on Facebook changed and now there's like casual relationships friends with benefits like hookup culture it's so overwhelming and yeah I'm, I'm kind of just like oh man what did I get myself into <laughs> oh my god so what did you say I'm like I would be so caught off guard because I was literally trying to like formulate like a response myself that's mm-hmm. just how my brain works and I was just thinking like oh I don't know what I'm looking at like I don't know what I'm looking for and I'm just like just I felt like I would just be like a very honest person and say what it is at the same time I hear myself I'm just like that's just a fuck boy would say yeah yeah so just well, lie around be like I don't know what I'm looking for but that totally no they just want casual yeah okay well, I wasn't yeah. pulling that move I was okay. I was being honest um mm-hmm. not because I don't like playing games you know that I hate when yeah. people play games with me and vice versa but yeah I was kind of just like I'm not specifically looking to jump into a relationship. If it happens, great. If I really connect with someone, if I really like hang out with them, great. Like I would not be mad about that. But if it doesn't, like that's also okay. Like I'm not, it's not like something that I'm like craving to have or like actively seeking out. But I don't know. It's always hard in this I feel like it's always tricky in this stage of like the getting to know each other part because you're you're constantly questioning like are we on the same page like what are you looking for is it what I'm looking for are you talking to other people like uh -uh. yeah and it's also sometimes tricky because like to someone this is not just about boys it's about girls like women and men can all do the same thing like they are looking for relationship but girl like girls gotta eat you know some people may feel like okay I'm looking for a relationship I don't see that myself having a relationship with you but we're vibing we're having fun we can Mm -hmm. do this so like I totally get what you're saying about like are we on the same page like are we wanting the same thing out of each other Mm -hmm. or like not just generally in life like most people in life they want a relationship but like what do you want out from me 
Yeah, and this probably sounds very hypocritical, but I almost feel like I'm so used to being the one in the heterosexual relationship that's like, hey, like, what are we doing? Like, are mm-hmm. we in a relationship? Like, I feel like I'm always the one that's bringing up the idea of commitment first. Mm-hmm. That when it got switched a little bit, I mean, he wasn't like asking us to be like boyfriend, girlfriend or anything like that. But I right. feel like his questions were, he just seemed to be more intentional about his dating. Like yeah. he's trying to find someone that's like right for him. And I felt like his questions were very like trying to scope out if we have similar interests, similar hobbies. Mm. Um, oh, okay. Which on the one hand, I really appreciate because it's like, okay, so we're not, like, fucking around. Like, this is, you know, like... Mm. But on the other hand, it's, like, I got so nervous because I'm not used to having the tables being flipped. And I feel Mm. like when it got flipped, I became the one that was, like, oh, uh, I don't know, like, one foot out, one foot in. (laughs) At the same time, it's, like, the first day. So I'm, like, I really don't know. It's just the first day. Yeah. Yeah. I am proud of myself just for going on this date because I even told him like I usually hate going on these first dates Mm. yeah I know you you don't like (laughs) dating apps so I'm so proud of yourself to even be on Hinge and like talking to people and you were saying earlier you were the first one reaching out to him like after like months of you guys trying to meet up and didn't happen Mm -hmm. so what has changed in your mind to make you put yourself out there a bit more well one I haven't had sex in like it's almost a year. So <laughs> Girl, <that is. laughs> So yeah, it's been a dry year. And unfortunately, you know, I just feel like at 25, I should not be living this nun life. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not looking just for like a hookup. Um, I actually I'm not someone who does like casual hookups, just I know myself, I'm not able to draw the line between love and sex. So Mm. I just don't even try because I just know, like, I'll get my feelings hurt. Right. But no shade to people who do it. I mean, I know it can be empowering for a lot of women, and that's awesome. It's just not for me. But, yeah, I don't know what it was. I think I was just like, what have I got to lose? Like, I'm actually really interested in this person. I think he's really cute. I never think that this is, like, a once in a every four year thing so (laughs) I guess I have to wait another four years um so yeah I just reached out and I figured you know if he doesn't respond who cares like I probably won't ever see him but he did and yeah we'll see I'm trying not to get my hopes up because I feel like when you have expectations right it leads to disappointment but Mm. I will say I'm hopeful so okay yeah fingers crossed fingers crossed but on this topic I actually wanted to ask you a few questions that kind of came up in my head about like when I was thinking about dating when I was thinking like oh shoot like am I actually ready to like go do this Mm. um so it's only four questions but I'd love to get your thoughts on it so the first one and you haven't seen any of these right so these are all brand new questions to you the first question is what are your thoughts about going or jumping into dating right after a breakup? Oh, okay. Mm. Like, do you feel like it's helpful for, like, the moving on process, like, part of the healing process? Or do you feel like it 
inhibits or even like prolongs that healing process? I think it depends. Mm -hmm. I think (laughs) a lot of these answers will be that. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I feel like from this question, it sounds like that's going to be my answer. And I I think it definitely depends because it depends on the previous relationship. Like it depends. Okay. It depends on first the previous relationship. How long was it? How serious was it? And second, it depends on what kind of person you are. Because mm. everyone process it differently. And I am not a trained psychiatrist, psychologist. I cannot speak for like a broader audience. Third, I think it's what you are looking on for these days. Because I think some people use them for rebound. Mm. And I think rebound sex is always great as long as both people, like parties who are involved, are aware this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Then it's, you know, then we're all adults and it's all good. But I think to what you're saying, like prolong, like prolongs the healing process is when people getting out of a really long-term, serious, committed relationship and when one is... I think, like, I really love how earlier you were saying, like, you know yourself so much, you cannot draw the line between sex and love. Mm-hmm. Like, you know yourself enough to not get yourself hurt by just doing casual sex. And I think that's really important. I think that's, like, my number two was that, like, know yourself. Like, are you the person who can have casual sex and enjoy it? Because then if, if you're not enjoying it, then you're not, like, then this experience is no longer empowering. Because then mm-hmm. you become, because you can possibly be trying to validating that you are like wanted possibly like trying to validating yourself a love through sex with people who you don't even love or trust truly and then that's not only prolonging your healing process but also I think also just hurts yourself even more because you literally are choosing actively lowering your self-esteem in my personal Mm. opinion yeah so wait, going off of that, do you believe, you know that thing people say where it's like, however long you've been dating, give yourself half of that? Or maybe, like, or maybe it's like another, a quarter. I don't remember the exact number. But it, you have to give yourself a fraction of the length of time you were in that relationship to heal, aka be single. Do you I believe think, that? Like I formula? I think it's a good guidance, but I don't believe in any formula. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't work for anyone. I mean, it it doesn't work for everyone. Yeah. Yes. I, I think I think having a guide, like I, I I do like having guidelines, like to just benchmark yourself a little bit. Um, because the reason I was like, ooh, because I was like thinking, when was the last time I broke up with my last long term relationship, and how long then I got ready. It's like. Mm-mm. It sounds about the time, the similar timing was like two years for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree with you on like a lot of what you said. Like it is like, what was that relationship before? Like, what was the reason for your breakup? Mm. I feel like sometimes that could like be a factor that could help you. Like depending on what the reason for the breakup is, I feel like some reasons can make it easier for you to just move on and accept that it's over and then other ones could be yeah take a little longer to process and accept right and I definitely agree like knowing yourself because I feel like sometimes friends will tell you like it's okay like just go back out there or like no like just stay single just work on yourself um and I think it's great to have like that support system but just because 
what works for them may mm. not be what works for you. 100%. And to your point, if I was like, okay, like, I'm just going to go get a bunch of rebounds, like that for me, I know would end up hurting me more mm. because it'll just make me feel like empty. But I know mm. that about myself. I'm sure for other people, that's not the case. Yeah, I have so. friends who can just like draw the line. I don't know how. I'm just like, I'm just I so can't. amazed. And <laughs> they can just enjoy it. And then it's just, I'm like, oh my God, it's so good for you. Like very empowering because, you know, like it's like the table has turned and I'm just so happy for them. But I also like similar to you, I cannot. There's no line for me. <laughs> yeah, like I don't have that on and off switch. Yeah, it, like, just blends, and I, yeah. I'm past the age where I can pretend like it doesn't blend. It's like, <laughs> it like no, just stop. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's be honest. <laughs> exactly. So, second question: What do you think about dating or going into a relationship if you're still thinking about your ex? Um, I thought I was saying it depends. I would say no, like very, like a hard no for me, to me. I think it's very unfair. Mm. It's very, very unfair to the person who you are currently dating. I think, I think this is obviously, I want to, pre- like, I want to say that the question's different for inc- incidents is when you're comparing. Cause I think we're all human so that we will naturally compare what yeah. we know with what we don't know so it's natural to compare your new boyfriend with your ex-boyfriend or compare your new girlfriend to your ex-girlfriend but I think that's slightly different than like you are still thinking of someone like someone still occupy your mind mm. I think that's a bit different and I think it's just so unfair because because the person who are, who are currently in the relationship with you may not be on the same page and then they may not even know that you guys are not on the same page so you are basically a hurt person who has not been healed and hurting mm-hmm. others now that you said it this way i agree with you i think initially when i was like thinking about this question to ask you i was thinking more of like the comparison side because mm. you know sometimes like when you go do something with a new person you'll be like oh like i used to do this with yeah. someone else um in my past um but i almost feel like that's more of like it's almost like a reflex type of thinking versus like you're proactively like thinking of someone which i agree if it was like proactively thinking about someone missing someone i do feel like that is unfair to the current person you're talking to or dating because it's almost like you're using them as like a distraction yeah So my next question is, how important do you think timing is in a relationship? Oh, timing is everything to me. (laughs) Really? Okay. Timing means everything. Like, I almost almost don't like that answer. Really? Yeah, because then it feels like... It's not in your control. Yeah, like it's up to the (laughs) universe to like... Uh, Yeah. Okay, but I want to hear why you think that. But I think timing really is everything. Just because you think you're ready doesn't mean the person you're going to meet is going to be the right person. Just because you meet the right person doesn't mean this person is also the one. Because um, mm. I think when I say timing is everything, what I mean is that I feel like it's not just about your timing. Like, it's not completely up to the universe. It's, it is about your timing, but it's also about the other person's timing. It's mm. also about the world's timing. Like, it's a pandemic. Yeah. You put it, even if you're ready, even the boy's ready, even the girl's ready. 
di ba? Yung lockdown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like there are just so many elements into having a successful, successful, long-term committed relationship if that's not what you're looking for. Like, if that's a relationship you're looking for, then timing is really everything. But obviously, if you're looking for a different type of relationship, then timing, maybe it's not the most important thing. But yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I think that I, I, I actually agree with you, but I still find it to be a very frustrating <laughs> Because just think about the fact that, like, you met someone, but it's just that at that time period, you're not right for each other. Mm. But then even when you are, maybe that time has passed because now there's history or, like, baggage. You know, well, this like, reminds me of La La Land. Life, life is like that. Life is. Oh my god, I feel like I'm a grandma. Like talk like this. Life <laughs> is like this way. Life gets in the way. Life is complicated. But a kid, listen to grandma. Life really is. <laughs> At the rightful age of twenty, what twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty eight. <laughs> yes, grandma I Mickey. In COVID, because you know lockdown. I do nothing but think. <laughs> wisdom (laughs) yeah and I also think some of it's like circumstantial like Mm -hmm. where you are in your life in your career maybe things just don't line up because I'm also thinking of things like oh what if like you are moving to a different city because of work or a different opportunity that has really nothing to do with whether or not you're compatible it's just like circumstances yeah but yeah Yeah. I hate that because it's like I can't control this (laughs) Yeah. I have no yeah. power over this. Okay. And then the last question is, do you think it's okay to go into a relationship when you know you still have baggage from previous relationships or relationship? It depends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how you define this baggage. Because I felt like, I felt like it could go different way depending on how I interpreting this question. Because I think everyone has baggage. But I felt like the baggage can never be fully unload mm-hmm. because it just it just doesn't it work that lifetime. way. Like life just doesn't work that way. Like I want to, but life doesn't work that way. I felt like so. I felt like it's okay if you walk into a relationship having baggage, but as long as you have to have the self awareness of what kind of baggage it is, and you have mm. the maturity to have time to deal with your baggage, so that you're not using your baggage as an excuse in how you. Re- act or how you act in this current relationship but all right i love this oh thank you i feel like i'm in therapy right now so much wisdom (laughs) continue but i think the other way i interpreted was that when you are still not healed i think this is when i i think this is like i really believe i i really believe hurt people hurt people Mm. i think when you have the baggage and you don't have time to deal with it and you just you just use it to tell the other person like you need to walk walk like work around this guys i like watch too many tiktok this reminds me of tiktok it's basically this guy was like he does a lot of like millennial related tiktoks and he was mm-hmm. like us millennials we're just like laugh about mental health mental awareness mental wellness and we're just like we know what's wrong with us but we don't mm-hmm. know what to do with it but we're gonna tell you so you work around it. <laughs> but I felt like it's obviously it's funny and it's like joke. But I felt like in reality, if you know what's wrong with you, okay, that sentence sounds like heavy, but like 
if you know what your baggage is and mm-hmm. instead of like trying to deal with it on your own or with the help of your support system if you try to tell other people like this is my trigger this is what it is don't don't you dare don't you dare like then i feel like then you're literally passing down your heart to another person and this mm. world needs a little bit more love than hurt and hate you know oh my god i feel like i really needed to hear that because i yeah? definitely operated like that like it took me a long time to realize what my triggers were from mm. previous relationships that definitely did its damage and then I feel that my solution for it was, okay, if I'm just open and I tell my partner that I have these issues, then it's on them if they pull those triggers. Then it's not my fault. It's just them. But that's really not fair because it's expecting the other person to do all that work and putting all that responsibility on them to always be aware, to always be conscious of what they're saying, what they're doing. Yeah. And removing all responsibility from myself as if this is, you know, this should be something that I'm also continuously working on. Um, so I love that. It's yeah. something that I'm I'm still learning through my therap- my work with my own therapist. Mm. Um that's amazing. Proud of you, babe. Thank you. Thank you. I love that you said that because I think one of my fears, well, maybe not a fear, maybe a hesitation would be a better word. One of my hesitations about going on dates and just getting the mentality of like, am I ready to go on dates? Mm -hmm. Am I ready to explore the possibility of being in a relationship of like a romantic relationship is this baggage because it's like, it's almost like you don't really know. It's almost like dating is like the practice. Like you don't really know until you're going on these dates what old feelings are coming up for you. Yes, yes. Yeah. Ooh, that really, oh, that really like resonated with me because um, before the pandemic hits, I was like thinking, oh, I feel like so good about myself. I'm proud of where I, like, where I am in life. And I was like, okay, I'm ready to be in a relationship. I went on, I was like dating a boy for like a little while, a short while. When I say dating, I mean going on dates, not mm-hmm. in relationship, not boyfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. but whoever gonna label that differently. Um, Wait, what's a short while? Is that like a few days, a few weeks? Yeah, it was a few days for like a month or so, like around, like very short term. Okay. Yeah, and then we like, while we were dating, we like, talk on the phone call every single day text 24 7 like it's almost like in hindsight it's almost like too fast too soon yeah i was gonna say if you're talking every day that's not like that short because you know like i know yeah Yeah. because really getting to know each other it's like fast i really felt like what you were saying really really like rings a bell with me where you were saying like you, you thought you're good until you go into the relationship. Then you realize, like, oh, boy, oh, boy, I'm not ready. Like, mm-hmm. everything that I thought I'm okay, now it's, like, all triggered, all not okay. And 
that you felt like that's what happened with this particular person for this person with this person like he is just somehow triggers every single trigger that I possibly have in this universe and I think that's why even though it was a short time and I felt quite hurt from it and for a long time I was not even willing to admit that I was hurt because it's like we always think about like a break even though this is not a relationship like we think about break as a winning like sounds there's winner there's loser and whoever feels hurt whoever missed the other person it's a person who's loser and obviously that's not true like as mm-hmm. you grow older as you become more mature you know there's no such thing like everyone's a loser who's winning mm-hmm. like who the fuck is winning from like hurting mm-hmm. someone um and I felt like I for a long time I was not even willing to admit that I was hurt because it was just so laughable when you say, oh, you went on three dates with a boy and then you felt hurt afterwards. It just felt like laughable. And for me, um, the person who I was dating for a while um, really becomes a really big trigger for me. And for me, obviously, i only able to see this after the fact that I can see myself repeating the same pattern where I fall for someone who gave me like glimmer of hope. Mm-hmm. meaning it's people who are either emotionally unavailable or physically unavailable it's like my personal pattern that I always go for people in either of those categories and and I think in the past what I would do in these kind of circumstances is that I will fall hat to the hill and do everything in my power to make a person stay because my fear is that this person will leave me even though I may not even want this person to begin with I just don't like to be rejected um and I really felt proud of myself and thankful for my therapist because the session we have been doing throughout last year, I was able to break the cycle. I was not giving him everything. Nice. I was not like, you know, like losing myself to just make a person to stay. And even though it hurts when things ended, and even though it's, I still thought about him for like more than two months after, um, but I still felt like it was... I still felt like I need to give myself credit. Oh, for sure. Right? I'm proud of you. That's like a big, it's a hard thing to do. Yeah, to break the cycle. I was like, I think, I think we all need to give ourselves credit. There's a Chinese saying, it's called Chang Tong Bu Duan Tong. Basically, literally translated as um, having like a short, like short, short term pain, it's better than a long term pain. And I felt like, in the long term, I dodge a bullet, and now I know that I wasn't ready. You should be so proud of yourself because I mm. think it's so hard for so many people to do that. It's just like it just feels better, and it's kind of easier to keep going and just be mm. like, "I'll do yeah. it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow." And then you're yeah. like in it like one year later, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And it, it oh, never yeah. gets easier, you know. So that's so true. I feel like you have to. It's like awesome that you were thinking about like future Mickey instead of like like knowing that the stuff that you do today even though it may not feel best you know like okay but future Mickey is gonna like thank me now for this so I think that's really awesome because I think people like are aware of that but it's like it's really hard to do it's like one of those easier said than done things 100% oh now I feel like even prouder of myself you should yeah it's a big it's a big (laughs) deal I mean, yeah. I have definitely been, like, stuck in really long relationships that, like, needed to end mm. way early past its expiration date because I was kind of, like, 
you know, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it Monday. Like, <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, but I, yeah, but that's so true. Like, because like the not that bad part, like, because I think the longer you stay, the longer you almost forgot how you deserve more. Like the more you are in it, you almost kind of accept this norm. Mm. So it can be even more difficult to like say no. Yeah, because it kind of becomes like your routine almost. Yeah. Like yeah, and it's line. expected. It's ex- yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even think about that much, but that's really like I'm so much more proud of myself. And so yeah. So after that, very short. I don't like saying short because I also personally don't feel like the length of relation, like the length of time you're seeing someone yeah. or spending time with someone means it's not like a meaningful relationship because like if you're yeah. talking every single day you could get to know this person more in like a month than someone who's been with someone for like six months but they only talk on like once a week you know yeah so, yeah that's true I also don't want to downplay like how hurt you must have felt just because it was like oh just because it was only a month like you can't or you shouldn't feel hurt like that doesn't matter thank you thank you that's very validating because I definitely like like that layer of pride wasn't allowing myself to see that and say that even or admitting that yeah but do you feel like after that like did it make you like not want to date or were you like he's just not the right person but I'm gonna keep like being on the apps and meeting new people like what what were you like your mindset or where is it at now so I think right after it, I was immediately felt like this is a wake-up call. Like, I wasn't ready because mm. he was triggering a lot of things from my past relationship, a lot of things. Clearly, I thought I was good or, like, over it, but I'm not because he's bringing those things out from me. And I think that's probably another reason why I felt so much more hurt because it's not just this one month or this one person. It's just so many more to that. So I have just been off the app. I actually, I actually went on a day one day because I was like, oh, I, I was like trying to not admit. Mm-hmm. I was trying to not admit that I'm not ready. I was like, maybe it's the wrong, just maybe not him. So I went right. on like a day and it was a really great person. It was a nice conversation. I felt nothing. And then mostly I went home. I just felt like, why did I even win on this day? Is it just to prove that? Oh, I'm like you're over it. it? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm just like, mm, then that's not really a good reason. And I felt like there's, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say I wasted his time because, you know, it was great. Yeah, because you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But yeah, I definitely felt like it definitely made me feel like, okay, I have to be honest with myself here. Like, it's me and myself and I, I don't need to like put on for staff or myself to pretend that I'm actually ready to pretend that I'm actually like need someone for hashtag coughing season. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I'm glad you went on the date, though, because I do feel like it's hard to know without trying, like, when you're really ready. Because you could totally feel ready, but then you go on, like, a few dates with one person or, like, different people and then realize, yeah, maybe, like, I'm not ready for this because I'm feeling all these things. Mm that maybe is like a sign that there's still some things to work through. Right. And to your point earlier, like 
we're always going to have baggage. Like, it's not just like, oh, like you dropped all your baggage. You're good now. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's, I actually also think it's okay to like be in a relationship and be with someone and still be working on your own mm. shit, like <laughs> with yourself and also with your partner. I, yeah, I actually 100% agree with that. I just kind of want to take a break for myself. Mm. I think. Um, just really just mainly working on myself because clearly I still need a little bit t- more time and, and that's okay because there's no rush and I'm not in a rush. That's like my new mantra because mm-hmm. I'm always like rushing myself, but then I'm just like making, why are you rushing? Who's rushing you? Who's like chasing behind you to find a boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so really right now I'm just really focusing on myself and just trying to have the best relationship with myself and knowing like what my not to get too cheesy or corny like just like really trying to like find my value and find my core belief and because at the end of the day like I'm in a long-term committed relationship with myself true I need to be the best person for myself well even though I know right now you are spending time with yourself reflecting on yourself when you are ready I'm so excited to hear your dating stories I will be living through your adventures in London as usual. I cannot wait to share with you when I'm ready. And I cannot wait to hear more update about this boy. Send me the picture right now. Oh my gosh. Okay. Like actually right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like actually, I'm not joking. <laughs>